My brother's forgiven me. Key, Dr. Hung, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's going on? This is Lamar here again with my brother Duran. What's going on? So, a new year. I'm not a new year. A new <laughs> what? <laughs> I meant to say a new week. So we in a new week. I don't know where the year came from. I don't know what my mind thinking of. Ah, oh, that's hilarious. So man. we in a new week. So uh, as always, we talk about what we what was what happened over the weekend, real quick. Uh, dog. I don't think I did anything. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you need some time to yourself. What was do this nothing. past weekend? Nah, I don't think I did nothing. I'm, I'm gonna say I, I, I chilled at the crib. That's all I can think of right now. Okay. If I did do something, uh, yeah, I don't remember. So you saying what you did do possibly was unimportant? Is what you're saying? Uh, I did do. Dra I drafted on Sunday. I went to church, and then after I left church, I went uh, dropped the family at home, and then I went up to my job and I. I did a draft. Uh, a draft. Yes, NFL. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so um, why why wouldn't I invite it? Fancy football. It's a work league. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's only for people that work. Gotcha. There. Oh, worked at that specific location. Right. Okay. I used to run one, but I don't have enough interest right now. And I guess I could have pondered out a little bit more. I ain't really tried uh, to fill the slots, but uh, I might have to get that started back up probably next year. Um, but. This one went cool. I, I'm pretty happy with my team. You know what I mean? Uh, hopefully a couple people uh, show out because uh, I do got some rookies in there, uh, like Arizona's new uh, quarterback, uh, Murray. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got uh, Bell, Le'Veon Bell, and he he was out for a year, so hopefully he show up uh, this year. Uh, Juju Smith, St Smith whatever hyphenated, uh, long name. Um but yeah, you know one thing that I hated when we was doing the the, the league is that we you know you pick a good player and then all of a sudden they out. You have no control over that. I know like, you don't they, have any control. They can get but then injured. You, but then you be you be hoping and praying and yeah. hoping that they come back and then they don't. I know that's what that that's what that waiver wire is for. <laughs> you know you gotta find a new player. But man, I, I wish I could still do one for us. Uh, I had a couple uh, people drop out um, for various reasons. Uh, I know one of my friends stopped because of the whole NFL protest, kneeling, Colin Kaepernick situation. I know which, a lot of people like that. Yeah, this week, I think it reached a, uh, I don't, not a conclusion, definitely not a conclusion as the media would like you to think, but with Jay-Z uh, partnering with the Player Association and then also he supposedly has some, some type of ownership in one of the teams, like, I think he came out with a statement saying we passed kneeling, which depending on how he meant it, I can I can mess with it. Like if he's trying to say we passed kneeling, like we going on to the next step and trying to uh, make a mark and, and gain ground, uh, not only in the NFL, uh, the way the players are being treated, but also within this country, then I can fool with that. But if he's saying we're done with kneeling, as in like, all right, let's just, that's over now, then we, I mean, we ain't accomplished nothing. I wonder, was that a move initiated by him, or was it the NFL who approached him? I don't know, man. I think that that's that a good question to be asked because depending on which way it went, I think it will give some more validity to right. I guess, his position. I yeah. guess you could say, um, if 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 he approached them and they accepted it, is it because of his status as a rapper and? A mogul and well, his, his bank account. I heard there was a deal given to JD, which 
don't have Jay Z's bank account, as far as we can tell. I mean, I, I don't know that for sure, but uh, apparently last year he had some type of deal on the table with the NFL and Players Association. Jay Z actually told JD not to take it. So now, fast forward a year later, and now he's taking. And now he's taking. It. Yeah. So I don't know what Jay, how different JD deal was compared to Sean Carter. Let me do that so that way we separating the two acronyms start calling by their real name. Uh but uh hopefully man like he he does see something that is more beneficial. Um a lot of people think now all of a sudden that he's he has some type of claim to ownership that he's gonna all of a sudden give Colin Kaepernick a job, which I still bold the question, does Colin Kaepernick deserve a job? Um I support the brother and everything he do uh, as far as for yeah, the, he's, for the, he's been out for like three years. I mean, he wasn't, and he was on the bench before he left. You know what I mean? And that was for a reason. So um, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. Um, hopefully it's good for social change. Uh, and, you know, we, I, don't, I don't think, I think he has a seat at the table, but I don't think they're going to give him his own table. You nah, know what I'm saying? they ain't gonna never give nah, give us our own nobody. table. I think I was watching again. I go back to the Breakfast Club because they have some good interviews. Snoop Dogg was on there today. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they they posted Snoop Dogg's interview today. Let me say that. Uh, and what he was talking about the Jay Z situation also, and he was just like, how much percentage does he actually right. own? You know what I'm saying? He said he he said that you know if it was him, he wouldn't have did it because you know they'll never like you said they'll never give it to us 100%. Right. And he's looking at it, he gave an analogy like, you know, I own these clothes I got on my back. Right. Like, but how much would I own a part of a team? 30%, 20%, 50%, even 80%. Even if you get up to 80, 90%, you still don't own the team. There's still right. somebody going to be dibble dabbling in your pockets. I mean, that's true, but at the same token, if somebody don't sit at the table, how will we ever have progress? That always comes into play. Depends like on if who's somebody the, don't put their foot in the door, and it, I, I, I look at depends on who's sit who's opening the door because everybody who opens the door doesn't open the door. Nah, I, they'll, they'll close I agree. Back. I agree with that, but what I'm saying is still, hopefully he's doing the right thing and he's just trying to get in so more people can get in. And I, I think about actors and actresses, directors like. I hate to say it, but you know, you had to have a sleeping eat so you could have a Sydney Portier, and you had to have a Sydney Portier so you could have a Denzel. You know what I mean? Not that Sydney Portier did anything wrong. He was an outstanding, phenomenal actor. And actors. Or, you know what I mean? Or like Hattie McDaniels or uh, um, uh, what's the one that played in Karma? Car- Carmen? Uh, Dorothy Dandridge. You had to have people, not to say that they were sellouts by any means, uh, but. You know, somebody had it was a different time. Somebody had to get their yeah. Somebody had to get their foot in the door, in order no different than we talked in the uh, past, which I don't think we even released this episode yet. But we talked about uh, you know uh, black exploitation films. They had to happen, or they didn't have to happen. But people was taking those roles and being in those movies, and uh, black people were supporting them because that's what we had. And if we don't go out and support that, then they don't give us. A Spike Lee, right. you know what I mean? Because then they shut the door and say black people just don't support. So therefore, Jay Z by getting his foot in the door, hopefully, what that is doing is creating an opportunity for other people down the road to be able to do it if he goes in and handle it 
the correct way. I hope so. I hope you're right. I really do. And I hope that it's a good situation that comes from this. Because what I, I, I beg to, to think in my mind is why him? Out of all the other people that potentially could have been, why him? So that's the question. That's why I asked the question: Did he approach them, or did they approach? Him? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I I would say from the outside right now, what I can see is Jay Z does hold one of the bigger sports agencies for uh, African Americans and with Rock Nation Sports or whatever he calls it. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, you have a man that has financial means and who. Uh, quote unquote has a stake in the game not necessarily in, in football but just in you know in sports not yeah in sports and it, well, well, I was thinking of more of the uh, he looked like he has the, the ear of the black people you know what I mean he he we didn't designate him a spokesman for us however I can see how a white person can see you know what I mean like oh this dude uh, drug dealer turned rapper has all this money and you know entrepreneur people are going to listen to him or you know what i mean so i i can see that because he is still successful you know what i mean this ain't somebody that is has dropped off you know what i mean like he's still out here doing stuff still touring he's still you making know he money. was in the white house moves. with barack you know what i mean he went to cuba before cuba's embargo even lifted and came back to the united states like it wasn't a problem you know what i mean so uh, he looks like he's in a position to speak for some people uh whether he is or not it depends on what he says to whether or not people are going to follow in behind him so we'll, we'll we'll see how it plays out i hope it's a good situation uh to me jay has made some questionable moves in the past and i'm just saying that based off of uh the whole Rockefeller breakdown and him becoming the president of Def Jam at that time. Uh, you know, I, I've always been more of a, um, I can't even think of his name right now. It's, it's terrible. Uh, Dame Dash. I've always been more of a Dame Dash fan. And yeah. I think one of the reasons why Jay-Z got the Def Jam position that he did in Rockefeller photos because of Dame Dash they didn't like the way that Dame Dash was talking to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those white people, Leo Cohen, uh, and some of those other people that was in power with Def Jam and uh, Arista, whatever record label they were up under, uh, definitely didn't like the way that Dame talked to him. I seen, uh, I seen video of Dame going to a meeting that was already taking place. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how y'all gonna have a meeting about Jay-Z and what Jay-Z gonna do without without anybody representing Rockefeller. Right. I, like remember, how you, I remember that. Yeah. So, and I mean, he had them scared. You can see in their faces. They were like, oh, we done messed up. Like, this dude might fire off on one of us <laughs> at any point. So, uh, with that being said, to me, Jay made a questionable move by, you know, uh, moving forward without Dane. Uh, and he, he, at the time, I don't know how this works, but he was uh, Dane's uh, son's godfather. Uh, I don't know if you can take away a godfather position, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I don't know what their relationship is like, but it worked out good for Jay. I'll say that much. So. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. Um, Again, we all we can do is hope that it's for the right right reason. Right. And, and that something good will come out in the end, regardless of that it's him or if it's somebody else. He's, like you said, opening the door for somebody else to come after him to potentially 
become an owner or um, do a bigger, better things right. that will benefit the players, the, the players and, 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 the community. and specifically yeah. the, the black and brown people that's right. in the NFL. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, me, that all boils down to my fantasy football uh, weekend. What, what about you? What was your weekend like? Uh, this weekend, I actually uh, went to a gala, a Power Moves Award gala that was held in downtown Nashville at the Omni Hotel uh, this past uh, Saturday. Okay. I was actually up for an award for uh, Best in Fraternity uh, for my involvement in what I've been doing in the community over the past year. I don't think you said what fraternity you're in. Is that is that secret? No, it's definitely not. Secret, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's only it's the fraternity. But shout, shout it out. The Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, brother. The first, the only fraternity that there is. The only? Because I'm pretty sure there's something called the Divine. I mean, there, there's others that are, there's others that are out there. Okay, all right. but there's only one that you should be able to, you know, what I'm saying, go into. Okay, I, I guess so. Uh, anyway, the awards gala was very good. It was well attended. Uh, it, you know, it's always good to see a lot of uh, people that look like you, dressed up professionals uh, in a professional environment. You know, uh, exchanging numbers, networking, mm-hmm. uh, getting to know who other movers and shakers are within the city. Um, like again, I, I didn't win. However, I, it was uh, I appreciated the nomination right. and actually being there and. Um, making the connections that I did make while I was there. Um, it was other different categories that was people that who were nominated. They also gave a Lifetime Achievement Award. It was a very good um, event. It was actually the third one. Uh, so hopefully they'll keep this one going. Uh, it's for us, by us, really. Uh, anybody can be nominated. However, you know, this again, a for us, by us event um, mm. for, for, the, for Nashville and the greater Nashville area. Um, so shout out to the Power Moves Award and the uh, CEO and founder, uh, Miss Patricia Williams and their foundation. Uh, if you have any um, desire to to help out their their cause and their foundation, the things that they do, they give scholarships back to the community. Uh, please look them up on Facebook and also IG. Again, that's the Power Moves Award. Uh, you can look them up. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna take a second here, man. I'm, I'm gonna shout you out because. It, it's a lot of people that join fraternities uh, during college and then stop as college ends. Right. You know, if you, whether they graduate or whether they, um, you know, just stop attending college, they drop out. Um, they kind of stop, you know, with their fraternity or sorority and they stop paying dues. They're not involved with the community and they're not involved with any chapter, any right. grad chapter, or anything like that. You actually uh, did grad chapter. Right. And you are probably one of the most in- involved people in a fraternity that I've ever met, um, <laughs> which is crazy to me, which lets me know that I don't have any business joining a grad chapter because <laughs> I don't think I have the level of commitment that you do. Like, you know what I mean? Like a couple of weeks ago, you went to uh, Vegas with some bros, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. that's the reason why I would join, <laughs> like <laughs> to do something like that. Like I, I just want to kick it. Well, there's um, there's different reasons for you know. I know, but I I would feel 
because I, I think the fraternities, um, and when I was looking at it, when I was in school, I think I wanted to do more of the community service as well as a brotherhood, but you know, a lot of the community service at, at that time as well. I'm just not in a place in my life right now where that's where I want to do. Right. Um, so I would, I would feel like I'm doing a disservice, um, you know, to, 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 to the, to the fraternities, uh, if I joined and then just sat idly by, you know, and, and not made any type of change. Right. Um, to do it just for connections, I think it's a little bit, I don't know, it's kind of weird now. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little it's, strange. It's different from being an undergrad right. and being yeah, a, a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand exactly where you're coming from. And I, I appreciate the accolades, brother. Yeah. So um, it, it does take a level of commitment, and you have to have your own reasons for doing whatever. Uh, whatever you want to be a part of, whether it be in a fraternity or some other organization outside of your job, your nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Um, So any, anything that you have a passion for, you should, I I encourage anybody to actually get out and do it. My passion was actually just working in the community. You you know what I'm saying? I got tired of seeing people or not seeing people not doing anything. Let me say that. Yeah. So that's how I got involved. I mean, there was things that I was already doing, but being a part of the fraternity actually just increased my platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, because not only am I doing it now, but I'm also able to help them succeed in their mission and vision, but they're also helping me uh, exceed and execute the things that I want to see done as well. Okay. So it, it's, it's twofold, definitely. For sure. And uh, on that same note, did you, uh, in the past, I know that you welcomed students back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're still kind of, I, I mean, we're done. School's in session here in uh, Tennessee in the middle Middle Tennessee area. Uh, did you did you help out this year? Uh, absolutely, I, I wanted to help out this year. Unfortunately, um, we were under some, uh, some 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 changes within the, the organization. Okay, uh, with my chapter over the summer, uh, we were unable to attend this particular year. But uh, looking forward to getting back um, to doing something similar to that. You know, it was just a, a welcome back to school, just high fiving the kids and welcoming them back to another school year uh, at a school in uh, in Murfreesboro, Highwood Elementary. That's where we normally will, will go. Um, however, it's just it's not a, a one time deal. You know, we would like to be, you know, go go in and out of different schools, you know, and and let the community know that we're here to support them and uh, we're here if, we, if if they need us actually. So. Even though we do, we weren't able to go at the beginning of the school year, you know we we're always around and we were always looking to to help out and partner with the schools in the in the Murfreesboro, not even just the Murfreesboro, but in the Rutherford County area, and which is the, the area that we're at, the chapter that I'm a part of is actually some uh, providing service to. Gotcha, makes sense, man. I'm with it. So oh. yeah, so that, that's all I did over the over the weekend uh, was the awards gala, which was good. Like again, so um, we we four episodes in, brother. Uh, it feels good to you know have these conversations with you every week. Uh, the name of the podcast is Brother Noomsi. Uh, Sweet Brother Noomsi. I don't think everybody knows what that name comes from, though. So in the beginning of the podcast, there's a clip, right? And there's a clip, and if you haven't picked it out, it's Eddie Murphy, and he's pretty much talking to uh, Sodom Noomsi. It comes from the movie. Uh, the, the Golden, Golden Child, Child, which is uh, definitely a classic. If Cult you haven't classic. Seen it, please go see it. Uh, it's Eddie Murphy at his prime, you know what I mean? So you know it's going to be funny. It's going to have some comedy in there. But essentially, it's about a little boy from Tibet 
that has some mystical powers and the devil essentially wants to kill him off right so that uh he can kind of reign on earth I mean, pretty simple premise basically uh and eddie murphy is a private detective or he might be an actual detective i can't really remember that part um but essentially he has to save this boy um who's been kidnapped and you know get him back to a monastery yeah i guess you could say that it was like a it was like a tibetan temple yeah yeah but uh it's pretty good uh real good it's got some got some little bit of uh kung fu in there uh definitely some comedy uh if you ever heard i want the knife uh it comes from that movie uh so for me for me and Lamar uh, for me and you you know I, I can remember watching it and that part at the airport always stuck out pretty much Eddie Murphy has just found the dagger that can kill the devil right. Sodom Noopsy so Sodom Noopsy meets him at the airport uh, with uh, you know the police, police and essentially saying this man has stolen this dagger from me I want you to go over there and retrieve it. Mm-hmm. So Eddie Murphy, being quick on his feet, uh, decides he's going to make a scene about it. So that way, if they take the dagger, then they have to put in evidence. So therefore, Sodom Nusi can't get it, and he can't kill the boy because I think he needs the dagger to to kill the boy. Eddie Murphy needs the dagger to kill Sodom Nusi. So if the police get it, nobody gets the dagger, and they're just kind of in the stalemate. Which is kind of weird now that you think about it. Is he's the devil? Why? No matter where that dagger is, he could have got it. He could have got right. it. Yeah. But Eddie Murphy makes a scene and he whispers to him, like you know, pretty much what I just said. And he allows Sodom Numsi allows him to uh, leave with the knife. But uh, if you haven't seen that scene, you can find it on YouTube if you just want to see that scene, or if you want to watch the whole movie, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Streaming. We highly recommend. And I know it's actually been on TV. If you have. Comcast, it has been on TV. I don't know if you can actually, if it's for free or if you have to rent it or buy it right now, but I I do remember that it being on some channel on Comcast for free. So like it was, it was actually on. Yeah. I guarantee if you watch it, if you haven't seen it and you watch it, you're going to hear a quote that you've heard before. Somebody in everyday life, just kind of throwing it out there and it's going to kind of grab you and be like, ah, that's where that came from. You know what I mean? Because Eddie Murphy is a very quotable guy. Um, just in his mannerisms and everything. Uh, which... Also, the, the the villain, the guy who played the devil, his name is uh, Charles Dance, and he is from. If you don't know who that guy is, Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister. Tywin OG. Tywin Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones. So that's another reason why you got to go back and watch this movie. So and he's a you... hundred in this. <laughs> like, he looks old in this. So. Yeah, and oh, and it's got uh, a man from Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, he played A A Young in Big Trouble in Little China. I don't know his real name. Uh, Abe Young. Egg. Egg Young. Yeah. Uh, uh, Victor this, Wong. Yeah, Victor Wong. Uh, he's no longer with us, but he did a great uh, role in that. Yeah. Um, and great role in Big Trouble in Little China if you also, haven't seen that movie James Hong was in the movie if you don't know who he is he also was in um, the Lethal Weapon movies mm-hmm. he's, he's always playing a bad guy but in this movie he was actually playing a good guy I think um, but he also played in some uh, some other movies I want to say that he also played in Big Trouble yep. uh, yeah Big Trouble Little China and he also played in um, 
Oh, man. I wanted to say, uh, what's the movie with uh, Chris Tucker and uh, Jackie Chan? Uh, Rush Hour? I want to say he played in that, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't sure. think so. I don't think he did. So it, it may have just been the, I know for Lethal Weapon for sure. I think it was Lethal Weapon 4, maybe? That's uh, the one, the one with Jet Li. The one with Jet Li. Yeah, yep. Yep. that's 4. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of you know heavy hitters that was in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so actually, top five grossing of the year, and I think it's eighty nine. Is it eighty nine? Uh, eight, eighty nine. Uh, not sure, brother. But it was top five. I know this because I did a paper on it. Uh, and everybody in my 86. class. Eighty six. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, top grossing. Uh, top five grossing in eighty six. And like I say, I did a paper on it, and uh, because we had to do top five uh movies of any year. Uh. And I chose Golden Child and wrote about it and put it on to them young kids that was in my <laughs> class because they had no idea. Only ones that knew was me and my professor. And he's like, you know, 46 or something like that. And he was like, yeah, that's a good movie. I was like, I know. And everybody else was looking at us with blank stares. Right. They had no idea what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, but going back to, because uh, I mentioned Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, which is another great old school movie. Kurt Russell. Uh, Kurt Russell, absolutely. Um, and uh, Kim Cattrall. Uh, from Kim Cattrall. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the name of that show? With her and all them other women that everybody was on, real tough. Uh, you got me now, bro. Uh, I'm talking about. It was another okay. woman. No, nah, it's her show. Her main. She's Sex in the City. She's in oh, Sex in the City. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China, but you enjoy Mortal Kombat, you need to go back and watch Big Trouble in Little China because yeah. they pretty much pulled Mortal Kombat from, from this, this movie. movie. Yep. John Carpenter, who's known for horror, another 1986 movie. Was it? Yeah, it was 1986. 86 was popping. It was. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. So Kurt Russell and uh, Victor Hong, I think the, James Hong, but then uh, the guy, the karate guy that we were talking about, Dennis Dunn, who uh, was alongside Kurt Russell, one of the main. Ah, uh, yeah. He's pretty much Liu Kang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kurt Russell's pretty much Johnny Cage. <laughs> they got a lightning dude who's in Raiden. Uh, they got. Uh, yeah, you say yeah. Peter, James? Peter Peter Kwong was his name was Rain actually. Yeah. You said Victor or James Hong? Yeah, James Hong. He was Sang Sean. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you will if you watch this, you will see everything. Uh you will see Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Pretty much, man. Bo Raicho would be uh A A Shun. Yeah. So it it was another great movie. James Pax played Lightning. That was that was basically Raiden. Yeah. Um, it was that, I'm gonna go back and see this movie now. Now it's a good movie. You gonna make me go home and watch it? They were talking about The Rock was supposed to re, redo it and play uh, Kurt Russell's part, uh, Jack Burton. Uh, um, but I hadn't heard nothing on it in years, so I don't know if they still gonna do it or not. Man, thinking of another cult classic. Now that you be talking about all these old '80s movies, now is doggone it, The Last Dragon. That was another movie that they were supposed to make a, me a remake of. I know. They was talking about Rihanna and Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. I never heard who who was supposed to play Taymark's part. Uh, yeah, Last Dragon, Bruce Leroy. Yeah, uh, Leroy Green is the character's real name. But, <laughs> uh, there's a character named uh, Shownuff. 
uh, who he calls him Bruce Leroy because you know he do uh, karate yeah, he and he's he black. Bruce Lee. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a great movie, man. Yeah, that Vanity, nineteen eighty five, classic eighties man. Eighties throwing out the movies. Um, this is the reason why my company is called the Eighties Productions because <laughs> these movies are you know what I hold near and dear to my heart and what uh, what I grew up on and what I I strive to make is just fun uh, movies. You know, a little bit more serious. Some of these are a little cheesy. You know what I mean? Because of course it's the '80s and they're a little dated. But awesome flicks, man. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. I grew up trying to mimic everything Tay Mark did in that movie. I remember being in pools and you like dipping my head in and pulling me up and be like, "Who, who is, is the master? Yeah, who is the master? <laughs> <laughs> Show <Sure> enough." <laughs> Yeah, that's a it's a, another timeless movie. That one's I think on Netflix right now. Actually, yeah. you can watch that one. You got a very young Ernie Ray Jr. in there, along oh, with absolutely. his father and his father. Um, yep, yep. Absolutely, uh, Ernie Ray Jr. was one of the Ninja Turtles in the costume and original uh, version, which is eighty nine ninety. Uh, and then he also uh, he was in the second one um, outside of the costume as the pizza guy. I can't remember what his character name was. Yeah, yeah, he's police. I, I don't know. They, he should have stayed in the costume. Yeah, he right? probably should have. And then he went on to do like Surf Ninjas. Yeah. Uh, one of the last movies I remember him seeing it was the rundown with The Rock. He was just the yeah, yeah. spinning Tarzan jujitsu <laughs> <laughs> dude, <laughs> lightning fast. Yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> that was a, an, another good movie. I think that was. Uh, honestly, The Rock's breakout action star movie. It was. I mean, that's the one where you know uh, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold passed, passed him in the club and yeah. was like, "Good luck." Yeah, pretty much saying, "You got it now. You're the new action star." And he he's he's held up to. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely. The Rock is killing it. Yeah, he is. Who doesn't like The Rock? I challenge you to find somebody <laughs> that don't like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You're a liar. <laughs> Man, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I you, take that back. It might be some black women now that don't like Dwayne Rock Johnson oh, because he, he, got, his, he just got married. He, he just well engaged. No, he got married. Did he get married? He got married. Oh, okay, married to the woman um, after eleven years of uh, I don't know if it was eleven years of dating or yeah. you know eleven years of engagement, but a total of eleven years that have yeah. passed. For anybody that's non-black listening, uh, the reason why some black women may be mad at The Rock right now is because The Rock is black. I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, he's <laughs> half black. His father is Rocky Johnson. Look him up. You'll see him. He was a wrestler. He had a big afro and a thick mustache. Uh, his fa- his uh, mother is Hawaiian, uh, Samoan. Um, and so he's half black, half Samoan. His mother came from a wrestling lineage as well. His father was uh, Chief Maivia, who also wrestled, which it's why when he first started, his name was Rocky Maivia, which paid homage to both his father and grandfather. Just dropping a little knowledge on y'all on that. But uh, there's this message thing in culture, in black culture, where black women hate it when black men step outside and date white women or marry white women because uh, they feel like we're not honoring them because uh, they're supposed to be the black the backbone of the black community. Uh, but you love who you love. Um, I'm not gonna hold it against him. Uh, nah, ain't 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 hurting me. Right. He, you know what I'm saying? Ain't taking no food out of my mouth. Nope. So uh, I think his wife' name is Lauren. How she? 
I can't pronounce the last name, man. Johnson. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hyphenated Lord, Johnson. Lauren <laughs> Johnson. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good for them too. Right. So, um, Coke Classics was a great, great time. I mean, we could sit here and talk about Coke Classics. You know oh, I mean, I got movie stories in my head for days. Yeah. So, we, we can keep going on that one. That ain't no thing. But, uh, we're going to move on just a little bit and we're going to go from movies to music dude over the past couple of weeks you know how much music has just been dropped man it's been a lot it's been a lot i've been uh my playlist has been rotating um some good some a little disappointing uh i'm gonna start with uh that crit probably that here man big crit crit is here he dude that's hands down to me is one of the best ones that's came out man so far First of all, man, he's probably, and I said this on another podcast. Lyrically, um, that man is good. Great. He is the most underrated rapper in the game right now. Currently. Underrated? You think he underrated? I think Crit is underrated because he's not signed to a major deal. So he don't need to be. He, nah, he's he independent. Don't. He I is agree. independent, which he is. He's he's making ways being an independent artist. I agree, but I know it's a lot of people that don't fool with Crit. Um... And I remember hearing Big Crit for the first time when I was living in Mississippi, man, before he got big, big. Like, he was just doing uh, mixtapes and stuff like that. And I was like, man, this dude is something special. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt anyway. I mean, living in Mississippi, actually, I, I was afforded to hear a lot of good music that came out later. So I think that that happens in every little area, mm -hmm. I guess, region that you, depending on where you live, you get to hear that local music first and then before they get to you know popping real big yeah and he was one of the ones that i i actually heard before he actually started said, popping in the city in the cities crit did something that only one other person did to me and that was david banner talking yep. about mississippi yeah which is he came out with a club banger got me hooked i listened to his album i was like this is so different than what i thought it was gonna be <laughs> um but both of them you know did it very well you know what i mean they putting that knowledge on you uh, and giving you some content as opposed to just, you know, they, they, they got the beats too, don't get me wrong, but you know, the content is definitely there. Um, lyrically, I think Crit is probably one of the better ones out there right now. Absolutely. Um, I, thought, yeah, I put him and J. Cole in the same category. What about Kendrick? You throw Kendrick out there? I would, I would, put, I would throw Kendrick in there yeah, too as yeah. well. They all have that same, not the same flow, but the same vibe, I would say. Yeah. Like, you can, you feel their music. Yeah. Which is, which is a good thing. Very good thing. You can't say that about everybody. Nah, you can't. So uh, one of the other ones that I heard uh, that just came out was a new ASAP Third. I thought you were gonna go to the Dreamville since you were talking about Cole, but okay. No, nah, I'm, I'm gonna switch it. <laughs> I'm gonna switch it. <laughs> that I mean, Ferg is nice. Ferg is very nice. I'm a big Ferg fan. I am too. I was just matter of fact, I just put one of my homeboys on the Ferg because he he was he messed with the ASAP crew, and I was trying to tell him like, man. I like Ferg. Like his last, his last, everything he even came out with really, I didn't like. Absolutely. Just all his projects. Man, he got bangers on his his new album he, as well. Yeah. Uh, which which I appreciate. I definitely appreciate these these bangers uh, that you can always just, it's not too often that you can hear some new music, a new album, and you can just let it ride. Some, some of these new artists, you know what I'm saying, they come out and you have to skip this song or skip that song depending on uh what you what you like and what you don't like right but i feel like asap or big crit 
are are two of the ones that have just came out that you could just let ride all the way through. Floor seats, jet lag, wham, all those are bangers. Yeah. Mine is uh <laughs> butt naked. <laughs> I'm like, cause the beat is so 80s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so 80s. I was like, oh man, it made me mad because like sometimes I do, you know, I I'll I'll create some beats and stuff and I was like, why haven't I done that yet? Like it's so 80s. Like I, I just love it. I put that mug on repeat. Yeah. Butt naked. Like, I don't know what he's talking about in the song. I really don't because I the whole time I'm just listening to the beat. Sorry, Ferg. Uh <laughs> I'm sure you're talking about some great stuff in that one, but the beat is crazy. Whoever did it. So uh I Big Crit, ASAP Ferg. Mm-hmm. Uh who else? Dreamville. Rever- Return of the Dreamville is cold. It is. No, we know that's not as new as the ones we, we just you know just pointed it's out. It's newer than but- Crit. What? It came out. Yeah. No, no. Yes. Dreamville came no. out first, man. No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm like 87% sure. <laughs> that don't, that's, not, <laughs> that's not the same as you saying like 90, 95%. Nah, I'm about 87% that, because I, yeah, I'm pretty sure, because I got that crit first and I got Dreamville as soon as it dropped. So was it, uh, I'm pretty sure they're about a week apart. Now, now that may be true. I don't, I'm not 100% sure on that one, but that one, that was that may be true. Either way, another great album. Yeah, another great album. I'm gonna tell you something else. I've been banging. <laughs> nah, it came out. See, so Revenge of the Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, sorry, Dream, Revenge of the Dreamers was released July the 5th. Okay. So that was that was about a little bit a month, month and a half ago. All right. So when the crit come out. So. uh Actually, Crick came out with two different albums, if you didn't know. Uh, one was called TDT, and the other one was Crit Is Here. So, so TDT came out in January of this year, which yeah, has some of one. the same songs yeah. that it, that's on this, this yeah, last yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a good one, too. Actually, it is. Yeah, that's a real good one. Um, but then there then he, it's That one started out with energy, don't it? Yeah, it, it started out with energy. Yeah. Um, when does his last one come out, man? Goodness. Tell me, man, I know what I'm talking about, man. Anyway, Crit is coming here in Nashville. Yeah. And I can't wait, because I, I, I do plan on going to see him. I need to. I need to. Definitely need to. I feel like he put on a good show. July the 12th. July the 5th and July the 12th. Crit came out July the 12th? July, Crit came out July the 12th. Which, like you said, it was about a week apart. Ah. But I knew that Crit came out second. Mm, I still challenge that. Either way, <laughs> either way, we talking about Dreamville, right? So, any any other bangers you you see on on Dreamville that you liked on Dreamville? Uh huh. Out the gate. Uh, I like all of it really. I don't think it's. I can't think of it's. It's probably been a week since I listened to it, so off top, I'm not sure. Middle Child, of course. That's the J Cole right. joint, but um. Oh Wild Swerve, Down Bad, Under the Sun, like it came out hitting with yeah. Under the Sun. Nah, really. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh with that collab with uh the baby. Yep. So uh those are just a name a few. I, I like those. Yeah. I and let then, it ride. Oh yeah. Like I put that on. I don't think I'm skipping too much. Come on, man. <laughs> My bad. We got license for <laughs> I, this. I was stuff. I was about to play. I was about <laughs> to play. We ain't got no license for this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, iTunes now, man. Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, so we went to uh, Dreamville. What about that new uh, Port of Miami two? 
man, it's not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted to be. It's a good album. However, I was expecting bangers, like club bangers. You can't come out with the name saying Port of Miami 2 and it don't have the feel of Port of Miami. I agree. Name is something else. Yep. You know, Maybach 55. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but like Port of Miami, when when I heard oh Ross coming out with Port of Miami 2, I was like, "Oh, he going back to that hustle." Yeah. He ain't got no songs like that. I don't even maybe think he got one. Maybe maybe the one with gunplay. Maybe. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It it definitely wasn't. Nah. It's, a, it's a good album, but it's not as good as he has been in the past. I say. I ain't gonna say it's not. He's, he's on a different level. Like right, this. right, right, right. It's a it's a whole different feel. But I think the reason why it's not it's not what I was expecting. So therefore, when I heard it, my expectations were were missed. So therefore, like I didn't have a good listening experience because that's not what I wanted. It's like going to see a Fox X Men movie. Like you have good expectations. The trailer show you one thing, but right. then the movie's terrible. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, this might be good. Hey, oh, this this new uh, Transformer movie might be good. And right. then you get up there, and they got two robots from Alabama or something. You know what I mean? Like from Mobile. And you're like, how the hell? Two robots from Alabama. From, what you mean like talking wise? Yeah, yeah. Like country. Yeah, yeah. Two twins in the second one. Oh yeah, like terrible. How, how did they? Even one of them get, had a cold too. Come how on, they, man. How did they get the dialect from right. wherever they came from? First of all, hold on. I know this is a segue. However, the first Transformers is racist. The second one is definitely racist. The first one off the gate. The first thing that the black quote unquote. I'm putting up quotation marks right now. The black Transformer, which is Jazz. Says is what's popping, little bitches. <laughs> First thing he says in a PG thirteen movie, at a time when people weren't really cussing in PG thirteen movies, not like that. And that's the first thing he got to say. And he the first one to die. He the first Transformer to die. So what you're saying is that the black man dies first in movies. He did in Transformers, <laughs> and he has in uh, a lot of scary movies and other movies at that. So. You know, you take that for what it is. We're <laughs> getting better. Thank you, Michael Bay. Thank you, Michael Bay. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So back to the music. The Ross. Uh, I heard the Young Thug. Uh, yeah, it's alright. Yeah, it's 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 okay. It's alright. It's not what I wanted. I wanted. I don't know if you heard the Swiss Beats, uh, but Young Thug got a uh, got a song that Swiss Beats. Uh, no, I actually haven't. Uh, what's the name of it? Hold on, let me see if I can find it. One thing. I like Swiss Beats, but I don't like Swiss Beats, if that makes sense. I mean, he's going like, to talk over the record. Yeah, that's what I don't like. Yeah. Like, Common got a new song with Swiss Beats. I ain't heard um, that. It's, it sounds good, but then Swiss is doing the hook. Man, come on. Sit down a little bit. You know, yeah. uh, just do the beat. Uh, I, your beats are all pretty much going to be yeah. sounding the same. Um, Segway back into another artist that just came out. Snoop Dogg just dropped another album. I hadn't heard his. Yeah, it's, I, I listened to it today. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but... Swiss has a, a a song on yeah. there with him, and he's all over it. Yeah. Uh, this name of the song is called Countdown. So if you listen to Snoop Dogg, look for the Countdown um, joint and listen to it. Tell me that it doesn't sound good until Swiss Beat come on. See, I'm not. For one, Swiss Beat's last album was, was good. It was really good. It was surprisingly good. Um, but I haven't been a Young Thug fan, period, at all. And then I heard the song that he had on Swiss Beats, which is 25 Soldiers, listen to it. And he has a different flow, different delivery on it. And I was like, oh, I like Young Thug on this. 
And then I heard, uh, I think it's Young Thug, uh, Travis Scott, and uh, somebody else. I think it's on, is it on Metro, Metro Boomin? Metro Boomin came out with another album this year, too, so that was a good one. I mean, actually, it really wasn't that good. It was good, but it wasn't that good. Yeah, it's Metro Boomin. And uh, he had a couple of albums, I mean, a couple of songs on there. Uh, you don't like Young Thug all? did, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm a Young Thug fan. Until I heard Young Thug album, and I'm like, but you don't nah, like you don't like, like the, you don't like the song, The London? I like The London. I do so, like so, the so basically you are you like singles. Yes. Not album. And on top of that, like by the time that the, the album came, I heard London so much that like I, I don't even want to hear the London now. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to hear something else. Um just London. like Middle Child. Like I love Middle Child, but I don't listen to it on Dreamers. You know what I mean? Cause just because uh, I got I've you. heard it so much. Right. So that's that's one that you would be able to skip because you know it's banging. Right, yeah. You already know what it is. Yeah. But yeah, man, that was kind of disappointing. Uh, young thug because I thought I thought he had won me over but he, he hasn't uh, <laughs> but then again you know there's some other artists out there uh, like say for instance Fabulous where I love their their features I love their singles but then when they put out a complete album I'm like eh, I'm not necessarily a complete fan of this album you know what I mean this, this studio album because uh-huh. uh, Fabulous got some mixtape albums out there that's banging um, so that's just me though one uh one thing that I wanted to point out also with these new uh new songs oh I'm sorry new albums that are coming out so um like Snoop Dogg new album that that just dropped is um called um I want to thank me mm-hmm. but it has 22 songs on it too much too many songs that's crazy man we saw about that uh not too long ago we saw my Chris Brown's album because he got like 30 something tracks. And it's just intimidating just thinking about it because I don't want to get into it because it's too many songs, off top. You know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous. Twenty two songs is a lot, man. It is. Um, and then we got Quality Control that just popped. Uh, Control the Streets Volume Two, which also has like twenty some odd songs on it. I don't know what Quality Control is. So, Quality Control is um, basically a I don't want to say it's a mixtape because it's not a mixtape. But it seems like a mixtape because it got uh, Migos, Lil Yachty, Gucci Mane, uh, Offset, and then they, everybody you know from Migos do their own little mm. separate little joints. But it's damn near maybe more than twenty songs on this doggone album. And I haven't listened through all of it because I really don't want to. Really, yeah. really, I'd rather wait until I hear it on XM or on the radio because yeah. I don't want to skim through yeah. and see what I like and what I don't like. You know how I ingest my music now mostly and how I judge it, which is, is bad, but this is the place I'm in right now, Jim. Like, I put my headphones in and I listen to an album and if I can't work out to it, like I cut it off and uh-huh. then I just never get back around to it. So it might be some good music, I just miss it because it's not gym music, uh-huh. which is like, yet again, going back to the Ross. <laughs> like, I'm thinking yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm about to kill it in the gym. gym. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, I need to be sipping on something while I'm listening <laughs> to this. Like, this is too too laid back for me. Yeah. Speaking of the gym, uh, I don't know if you was done with the music tip, but gotta get this off my chest. Uh, we've talked about plane etiquette. Um, I wanna introduce something called gym etiquette. Because um, I like to be in the gym. You know what I mean? I like to do my thing. I work out on my base. Uh, my nine to five is in the military. Uh, so uh, 
I work out on base. We got a small little gym. It's not that big. Uh, probably like a first floor of somebody's house or something. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not overly big. Got some benches uh, as far as free benches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, a lifting bench. You know, a couple pull pulleys. Um, you know, a couple treadmills. You know, nothing. A couple bikes. It's a regular drum, basically. Yeah, just smaller. Probably yeah. like one of them twenty four. 24-7 jumps, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Where it's only going to be like one or two people in there. So, my gym is smaller. You know what I mean? It's not Planet Fitness. It's not, you know, Golds. I don't even think there is Golds anymore. I don't know. But anyway. Yes, there is. Uh, So, I'm in there and uh, I'm working out. I'm in there by myself, man. I'm killing it. You know what I mean? I'm doing my thing but I'm about to move from one machine to another. So, I got a flat bench and I just got done, or I'm lifting. This dude comes in, he see me lifting on this bench. I'm on the very end bench. I'm lifting, I put the weight up, I go to wipe down the bench. This dude grabs some weight and put it by the same bench I just got off of. Mind you, it's four benches. Okay. He puts it at the one that I just got off of. Leaving so the then, other three benches. Yeah, leaving the other ones free. Right. So then I go to wipe down the bench because I don't want now I'm thinking like, oh, let me hurry up and wipe this down because I don't want my sweat on him. You know what I mean? I want to be courteous because that's gym etiquette. You wipe down the equipment after you get done using it. I was actually done with this this, this bench. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I was done with it, so I was going to wipe it down for the next person to use. As soon as I went to go wipe it down, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. You are sorry. Why are you at this bench? You know what I mean? Like, don't. I'm sorry if I'm inconveniencing you. You just came yeah, in. You, you in his way. Right. Yeah. So then I wipe down the bench. He moves over to another bench. I'm like, I don't know why he didn't do that in the first place. Uh-huh. So then I stand up, you know, I'm kind of stretching out because I'm about to get on the, you know, I'm about to do some pull down tries. You know what I mean? And uh, he gets in front of the, the, the pulley machine. You know what I mean? It's got the uh, pull up bar. It's got two pretty much pulleys on each side. Um, he gets right in front of it and starts to do his warm up jogging in place <laughs> I mean he's right in front of it there's not a mirror there like most people like to jog in place look at themselves in the mirror flex a little bit you know what I mean get motivated uh-huh. he's right in front of this metal bar <laughs> just like right up on it I'm like what is he doing and he I mean he probably did it for two minutes so for two minutes I'm standing there and I'm like man this dude's gotta move right Nah, he did it for two minutes straight, and then finally he he got off. As soon as he as soon as he gave me a, a ounce of space, I got up in there, and then that, that that smile compared to some of the other people that's in there. We got a lot of people that come in there, um, and they want to do full body workouts. Now that's fine if you're the only one in the gym. Right, you can use whatever machine that you want to, but you know somebody else come in there and they're like hey man you own this either you got the choice to be like nah dog you got it or you want to work in you can work in yeah you know let's work in together cool that's gym etiquette that's good gym etiquette these people do not budge and they talk to themselves or play on their phones <laughs> holding up all the equipment and i'm just like well, you got things to do you ain't trying yeah, to man, like you know what i mean i ain't trying to have that much rest time between my sets you uh-huh. know what i mean i'm trying to get from one machine to another and i'm i'm Are you I, trying to superset sometimes yeah they i mean they 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 doing circuits uh-huh. i'm cool with supersets because i mean you're just taking up two things so most right. of the time you're doing like free weight and then something else right you know what i mean these cats nah man they they trying to take up the whole gym and then like i said it's a small gym so 
if you're doing a circuit, you can't have four to five people in your circuit. Right. It's just too many machines and too much space you're taking up. You know, be courteous to the other people that's in there. Break your little group up into twos or something like that, and y'all come on offset times. Right. Like you, especially in a small gym. I understand it in a bigger gym, you could possibly do, get away with that. Bruh, you see it every day. You come in there every day, and you see other people trying to work, and you just gonna hold up the machines, and then you gonna start chit chatting. You on their time, man. I they mean, they come in there every day at that time. You you the anomaly. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it's my gym. That's nothing. If you ain't putting up no weight, get out my way. You know what I mean? Like if you get on a bench, and on if I offend you, whatever. <laughs> if you get on, if you doing bench press, you know what I mean with the bar, bar forty five. If you ain't putting up, all right, standard is forty five. Standard is forty five. So you got at least throw up one thirty five. If you ain't doing 135, at the very least, please do 225 or, you know, a 25 on each side. If you're not, like, I've seen people put 10s on there. Like, uh -huh. what are you doing? Go get some free weights. Hey, man, they, they, just, they just trying to, you know, maintain. Nah. No. Nah. They can't do it. Get out the way. <laughs> Wait until ain't nobody in here. You might the moment be. somebody else comes in here, clear the bar off and be like, hey, man, you or ask, hey, you need to use the bar? I'm going to clear it off for you. What you need? You need 45s on there? Let me use two hands and put this on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get out my way, man. I'm trying to move some weight. <laughs> you know I, mean? I ain't got time. I ain't got time for you to do five sets of, 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 20. of, of 55. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, get that little stuff up out of here, man. Get on the flat bench. Get you some free weights. Hey man, everybody don't share your philosophy of gym etiquette. So I think Clearly. it is up to you to enlighten them about how to how to get down. Cause this look, this is what happens. You're on a flat bench, right? Or you're on the bench press. Uh -huh. All right. You doing 55. No, I'll give you 65. All right, you're doing 65, right? So you got two tens in the bar, right? 65. I come in there at I'm starting at 135. Starting okay, you know what I mean. I'm trying to get up to 200 and something. You know what I mean. That's that's pretty much what I'm working up to, unless I ain't trying to get my chest too big because my chest do inflate. I yeah, do getting kind of puffy. I mean, it inflates. That's why I, a lot of times I just do I just rep out at 135, just do a whole bunch. You know what I mean, a whole bunch of sets. Um, but anyway, if I get in, let's say I'm just doing 135, I get in there. Hey man, you can I work in with you? Yeah, come on, work in with me. We gotta take off your little tens, <laughs> and then I gotta put on my my forty five on one side. If you putting tens on there, you probably can't lift the forty five on the other side. So I gotta do that, and then don't. Oh my god, don't ask me to spot you if you're doing sixty five pounds. <laughs> what you need a spot for? <laughs> you need a spot. You need to go on somewhere else. That's what Planet Fitness is for. <laughs> Take yourself to Planet Fitness, get you a slice of pizza, and walk on the treadmill. Oh man, that's funny. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have to spot you if you're doing 65. Nah, man, what you doing? <laughs> man, everybody's not at your level. I mean, that's when they have to start somewhere. So you're trying to tell me after Thanksgiving and Christmas, if I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, work okay. out this, this weight I got. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> I can't go in there and start off small. Not I, that, might, I might be weak, you know what I'm saying? Not I, that small. I, I ate good over the holidays. Not that small. 
do some push-ups. <laughs> Your body weight is more than what that that bar is right now. But I but I can't. What if, what if I what if I can't even lift myself? If you can't do a push-up, then you sure can't lift that bar. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's why I need a spotter. <laughs> <laughs> you better get on your knees and do push-ups that way. Work your way up. Your physical strength is none. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> Gym etiquette, guys. Gym etiquette. Gym etiquette. Hey, just be, just be courteous to those that lift around you we all can't go to a planet fitness you know what i mean like i would clearly get kicked out because i like to look in the mirror sometimes i grunt sometimes i drop weight because i'm lifting big weight you know what i mean it's bad for your back to slowly sit that stuff down sometimes you can't even do deadlifts in planet fitness they'll kick you out really yeah it's, it's all on youtube man people go in there just to try them mm-hmm. they bring a little alarm on them and tell them they got to get out that's crazy hey man you can't be in there talking to yourself. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. You know what I mean? You got to tell the weight to get up. You know what I mean? <laughs> One more. Come on. Let's go. Yep, exactly. Come on. You got it? You light, got it? Lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it up. <laughs> All right. That's funny. That is fun. Gym etiquette. I like that. Uh, one thing that I wanted to jump back on to was the music. Just to talk about music that I think people have been slept on. Okay. And, and honestly, I slept on it too. And uh, it came out last year. It was the uh, somebody that we, we all know who used to be with Khaled is uh, Mr. Ace Hood. Ace Hood came out with an album last year. He is also independent. Uh, the album, I can't remember the name of the album now. Yeah, I definitely ain't heard no Ace Hood. Undefeated. The name of the album is called Undefeated. Came out last year. Banging, you slept on it. I'm telling you, go back and listen to it. I might take your word on it at this point. Nah, you got to listen to at least one song, which is the title track, "Undefeated." You got to listen to just one, at least that one. Maybe we'll see. Really? I mean, I, I wasn't no Ace Hood fan. You don't, you don't when have he was to be. A, you don't have to be an Ace Hood fan to. You kind of No, you don't. Listen, to what I'm saying. So you don't have to be an Ace Hood fan, just like you're not a Young Thug fan. To appreciate his verse, his verses, his his musicality, his the way he spit and flow, undefeated. I think if you ain't heard Ace Hood in a while, I'm just asking you to just listen to that one track, and just tell me, hey, that was a nice, a nice track. It was cool. I probably won't listen to him again, but at least I understand, I understand what you're saying. We'll see. Damn, I can't, I can't nah. even get it that. I mean, we'll for try. real. I try. Lie to me or something. God. Shoot me a text message. Because <laughs> Ace Hood ain't going to be on my mind after we leave here. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I, mean, I mean, it's a, it's that one song, honestly, is a banger. Undefeated. And the I, reason why, I, and and I was I was skimming through YouTube, um, and actually an ad came on. Mm-hmm. And the, in the ad, it was this track, this Ace Hood track, Undefeated. And it was just music, just the instrumental. And I was like, man, what the heck is that song? So I had to look it up, and I found out that it was Ace Hood, and then found out that Ace Hood had a whole song last—I mean, a whole album last year okay. that I slept on. So that—that's how I got hooked on it, because that—that's how I slept on it. Gotcha. gotcha. So I just wanted to bring that up. Is it well constructed, like the album? Like, does it flow? Actually, it does. You know what it reminds me of? Old Sticky Fingers. That's um, why. That's why I was getting it. I was wondering, like, because that's the bar. You know what <laughs> I mean? like, if you ain't heard, hold on. What, what's the name of that Sticky Fingers album? <clears throat> 
I don't remember the name of it either. But Sticky Fingers, if you don't remember, is uh, from Onyx. From the from the group Onyx, they all did their own little separate projects, and um, out of those three guys, Sticky Fingers probably had the best album that any one of them that came out with. Would you concur? No, nah, absolutely. Well, I hadn't, I ain't really listened to the rest of them guys. I'm, I'm gonna be honest on that one. <laughs> uh, but the Sticky Fingers project, <laughs> Sticky Fingers, who also played Blade on the TV uh, show, the TV uh, show Blade, yeah. Uh, how do you spell? I can't. I got some crazy band. I didn't even know there was a band. Man, you, you have to look up like. Here you go. This probably him. Who? Yeah, this him. Hold on. That's crazy. I didn't know there was a band called Sticky Fingers. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> like, you just gonna take my man name like that? <laughs> just gonna confuse people. That's how we do. Still don't see. It. But he also, but Sticky Fingers, he's a rapper slash actor. He also played in like Next Friday as Debo, his little brother. Yep. <clears throat> he also played in uh, Clockers, if you remember that. He's 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 always playing like the the bad guy, I guess you could say. But he's he's, he's a very talented young man, honestly. What year did that sticky fingers? Is it Black Trash the autobiography? That's you saying that you you telling me that's the name of the album? Kurt Jones. Yeah. Yeah, Black Trash, the autobiography of, of Kurt, Kurt Jones. Jones. Yep, that's that, it. that was it. It's a banger. It's where from beginning to end. It's a movie. Yeah, basically it was you know a what movie. Mean? Like it's a movie. So if you ain't heard that, and you if you're a fan of 90s uh, New York hip-hop, then check out that Sticky Fingers. You know what I mean? If you like Wu-Tang, uh, Onyx, uh, Redman, any of that flavor, type style, then definitely check that out. So that's all I was going to say about the Ace Hood thing. It reminded me I of give it a fingers. chance just because you said that. Well, I'm, don't get your hopes up and say that, you know what I'm don't saying? Don't shoot it down. No, I'm, just, just, no, I'm just saying... Uh, because Onyx, I mean, because the Black Trash album was the bar, I'm, I'm just gonna say that. No, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be exactly like it, but okay. you know what I mean. I'm I, just, I just saying did... from flow, if it flows, okay, that's you all know I'm what saying. I mean. Like yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Is if if one song flows into another, you know who else album flows from one song to another, and he put one out in a while that I know of, Dream. Who? The Dream. Man, the Dream put out something like a two album. Did he? Junk that was like. Well, 40 songs I slept on it Cause the dream Constructs great albums Dude I don't wanna sit there And listen to like 30 plus songs That you just You know what I'm saying You know Trying to woo some Female draws off her What? That's that's basically what he does The 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 dream The dream Right That's what we talking about The yeah, same person The dream right? Yeah Yeah So The dream uh, he came oh, out back with, in love. Is that it? Actually, it was last year. A oh, Menage Trois sex tape, volume one, two, three. Volume one, two, and three all dropped at the same damn time. Forty songs. That's a lot of songs. But if it flows, that's, I mean, that wouldn't be bad on like a road trip. Nah, brother, I can tell you right now, that's that that is not flowing. Not the way you think it is. I mean, like he has one song coming in as the other songs leaving. Is he not doing that anymore? Oh, I, I haven't listened to it. I can tell you that right now. Uh. <laughs> I have not given it because when I saw 40 songs, I was like, mm, nope. You quit. Nope. I, I'm not even going to try. He's already defeated. Yep. <laughs> right. I might have to listen to that. It was just last year. I might have to check it so out. So was the Ace Hood. 
I said I'm gonna check out the damn Ace Hood. <laughs> Calm down. I I'm, I'm just saying, brother. Um, 